Hello everyone, it's Callan here with a friendly little disclaimer. As we mentioned in our first episode of 2023, um, we kind of took an accidental hiatus last year and uh, before we did, we had recorded a couple episodes that just never got edited, never got posted, and we figured, I mean, the content's still good, the topics are still fun, uh, we still laugh a lot, so we wanted to go ahead and release them. This is the first one of those where we talk about Sweet Magnolias and some other fun shows. There will be some comments we make that seem out of order or maybe irrelevant depending on what's going on in pop culture and in our lives. So that's why I wanted to hop on here and give a little bit of a heads up before you dive into the episode. As always, thanks for listening and let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. My name is Callan. I'm here with my lovely co-host Anna, as always. We're excited to be here for another episode, following our regular routine, talking about fun pop culture items, miscellaneous items, <laughs> and educating on something tonight, so... I'm excited for this one. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Anna, how are you? Are you ready to chat about all the good, the good pop culture? Of course. I'm always ready for it. I'm down here for the people, here for the time. You know, we never say no to a good pop culture chat. It's true. Well, we also most enjoy a good pop culture chat when we have a good beverage absolutely i have to ask you what you are sipping on today yes i'm having a lovely strawberry banana smoothie Ooh. yes okay get fancy <laughs> so fancy <laughs> getting those fruits <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while since I've made, like, um, a homemade smoothie, I guess, like, with actual fruit. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, I've been really wanting a smoothie recently, so I got, like, this Simply brand smoothie, and it was really okay. good. I really enjoyed that, so. Good to know. I've never had that. I mean, super easy, and it's like, I mean, making a smoothie yourself really isn't that hard, but I'm <laughs> yeah. the kind of person that makes the fruit, like start to look fuzzy and then I throw it out and blah 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 so yeah yeah anyway I just need to get frozen fruit is basically what I'm trying to say that's the ticket like if you can get one of those huge bags of like mixed fruit that's mm -hmm. already chopped yeah already frozen I mean you can't get much easier than that yeah absolutely but if you're like me and you don't want to do that yeah <laughs> the simply smoothie I think it was called simply smoothie was really good. This is America where we love prepackaged. <laughs> You've done all of the work for me. Exactly. Items, so I think our listeners will love that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am repeating. I've definitely been repeating a lot lately. So Nothing wrong with that. You know, sorry. I went to Atlanta three months ago. <laughs> and when I say I loaded up, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. I got every cider I could want. So I think I've mentioned on here before Urban Tree Hard Cider, local to um, the Atlanta area. I got a uh, variety pack 
of various flavors. It was four different ones. So this is the one called Orange You an IPA question mark. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, I can't remember if I've had this specific flavor on here or not before, but I like it. It's a classic hard cider, but definitely has some orange uh, flavor in there that makes it sweeter. Um, it says it has a citrus infusion of coriander and hops, so maybe a little beery, you might say, hmm. but yeah, it's a good one. I, I definitely recommend the brand if you ever see it anywhere. Good to know. Yeah, it sounds good. I thought it said coriander and hope, and then I brought it a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little bit of hope sprinkled in there. We all need that. We all need that little dash of hope yeah. made with love, right? <laughs> What have you been consuming lately as far as the pop culture goes? (laughs) (laughs) As the pop culture would say. Actually, this isn't super recent, so it's not the best pop culture answer, but it's recent for me. I recently finished watching both seasons of New Zealand Survivor. Nice. Yeah. So that's been fun. How does that compare to Australian and American? Um, no contest that it is the worst. Um, uh, <laughs> it was it was still fun just because I... So Australian Survivor was my first international Survivor season. And I definitely think it's the best. I think it's going to be kind of hard to beat that. I probably set the, the bar really high <laughs> before starting any other international versions. And I, I mean, hot take, I do think it's better than the American versions, but especially recently. The New Zealand one is fun too. Like I, I like learning about the different castmates and some of like the terms that different countries use for different things is a fun, I guess, trivia <laughs> thing to yeah. know. Um, so that was fun. And um, both seasons are fun. I think the second season's better as far as uh, the... The quality of the show is better. They have a little bit of bigger budget, so the challenge is a little a little bit better, and the cast is a little more strategic. So, if you're like, hmm, I, I only want to watch one, I would watch the second one. But yeah, overall, the the host is a little, I don't know what the word is. He gets like really confrontational in the second season. Oh, that's not what I was expecting <laughs> from New Zealand. <laughs> Yeah, like, it, I, I assume he was, like, trying to find kind of, like, what what people are going to expect from him kind of thing. And, you know, Jeff probes can be savage sometimes. But, like, there were sometimes he would ask questions, like, so the, the host of New Zealand is named Matt. And he would ask questions at Tribal Council that were, like, on the verge of being a little, like, you're kind of giving someone's game away is kind of the how I felt like it could be heard by someone else and then he would just ask dumb questions like at the end of every (laughs) like right before everybody was gonna vote he's like does anyone have anything else they want to say and like almost every time everybody's like no and he's like are you sure and well it's like move on you know anyway (laughs) yeah I thought that was kind of annoying but there's there's a joke I have now because, you know, the American version is Jeff. The Australian version is Jonathan or John or Jono or JLP. <laughs> he has a lot of names. And so I made the joke that I don't call 
Matt, the host of New Zealand, he is Jim to me because I need another J. We got Jeff, John, and Jim, even though it's Matt, but <laughs> he could pass for Jim. Yeah, Jim is kind of like, eh. Yeah, exactly. You it's kind of like, you know, eh. he's all right. <laughs> yeah, you're not cool enough to be a Matt, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, um, the people that I watch the show with, we're going to watch South African Survivor next, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I hear that that one has a good reputation, so I'm excited to see how that goes. And I really, f- I find the country of South Africa very interesting, so I'm excited to learn more. Yeah. Did you notice, like, some different slang from New Zealand and Australia? I, I feel like it was pretty similar. I'm sure there were some differences. One thing that always sticks out to me is how much they, they use the word heaps. like i love you heaps or we had heaps of food or something i feel like that's just not a word that we use in the states so not a lot yeah that was fun i was like maybe i should maybe i should use that word now i don't know i like it it's cute yeah i guess it'd be like a lot or loads tons maybe tons because we say like oh there's tons of food well yeah it's like you don't have two thousand pounds of food (laughs) right exactly (laughs) They probably wouldn't even get because that's the dang English. System that's that's that true. Yeah. That use They're like, that. sorry, metric system <laughs> over here. What? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dare to be different. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. We can throw in some new vocab words yeah. in our in our life. What about you? What have you been inhaling? <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> I have been inhaling a few... Uh, <laughs> documentaries oh nice it's appropriate for some of them (laughs) um but yeah i recently watched this it's not technically a documentary but i watched the dropout on hulu nice yes which if you haven't seen or listened to a rendition of this story yet then it's uh, I don't know what to tell you it's been around a lot it gets talked about I first heard about it because you Anna listened to the podcast of the same name right mm-hmm. yep yep and and then I watched the documentary on a plane and that was like 2019 so yeah the story has been around I mean for a while um and then they just released a series on Hulu that is eight episodes has Amanda Seyfried playing Elizabeth Holmes and if you don't know she was um a female CEO built a billion dollar company that essentially did nothing and was built (laughs) on lies so she has a really interesting story I definitely encourage you to watch any of the three things I just mentioned um I don't think you really have to do the podcast and the documentary because it covers a lot of the same info but who knows maybe there's some other details sprinkled in there if you want to do both but definitely the series I would recommend Amanda Seyfried did a fantastic job I mean I I've always liked her I've seen her in a variety of roles you know you've got your mean girls you've got your (laughs) letters to Juliet you've got your dear John so kind of across the board roles but this is definitely the most like dramatic and uh, serious role I've seen her in and for sure like 
the first one, I mean, I think that she's done well in all of those, especially Mean Girls. I feel like her character is kind of iconic in Mean yeah. Girls. But this definitely showed her acting chops in a different way. Um, especially if you have like heard Elizabeth Holmes talk or like seen her mannerisms, you can tell she really studied her and adopted the voice and all of that really well. Like even the way she walks and runs and things like that. So, uh, I hope that she gets some accolades for that. Um, and then I love the guy that played Saeed on Lost is in it as well. Oh, okay. And... Um, he plays Sunny Balwani, who was um, her like boyfriend slash business partner for a long time, or he worked for her technically. But anyway, he did a really good job, and I hadn't seen him in a long time, so that was fun. Yeah, it was a good um, telling of the story, um, really well done. So if you have Hulu, I recommend checking it out. I think it's gonna be one that gets some awards, or at least I think it should. Yeah. Well, good to know. Yeah, that story is wild. So it is. I forgot that you watched the documentary as well. So that's yeah, it's interesting to get all the different perspectives. I'm sure. Yes, um, it was it was good, and like the documentary shows interviews with people that yeah, obviously are key players, and they have characters in the show. So it's cool to see that and have like been able to compare it to the real people. Um, I assume most of it's true. Obviously, conversations have to be dramatized because, like, nobody was there to hear what was said. But there were definitely some aspects of the story that I did not know that were included, especially, like, about her background and how she and Sunny met and all that. So I would recommend it, too, if you're just interested in the story because... yeah. I felt like it provided some good details. That sounds great. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that. I feel like she almost has had maybe not as bad as like a Robert Pattinson kind of like stuck in a box like at the beginning of their Mm -hmm. career. (laughs) But I'm glad she's been able to branch out and do other types of projects. Me too. Oh, yeah. Les Mis. I forgot she was in that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely been in that like chick flick kind of box mm-hmm. so i don't know it's cool to see her play something really different yeah definitely i love that well speaking of something that we would never drop out of haha nice <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> the amazing race is our favorite show favorite reality competition by far And every episode, we like to give one reason why Cal-Anna should be cast as a team on the show. So, Anna, what is the reason that you have today? Well, excellent point about us not dropping out. Because, like I announced last episode, I am with a child. (laughs) (laughs) With a child. (laughs) As crazy as it sounds... I kind of planned it around the amazing race, uh, <laughs> meaning that they were going to let people know about people who auditioned, if they've made it or not, you would find out like early this year. So I knew that meant that production would be happening somewhat after that, probably. Right. So my thought was, I'll have the child now, and then the next cycle whenever that may be, that they have the next season. I won't need to drop out because of this pregnancy. So it will Mm -hmm. not be an issue. And I think that shows that we are dedicated in family life, health, (laughs) 
<laughs> right? The safety of both of you. Yes. And yeah, just the timing of it all. That's I mean, so it's that important to me that we get it figured out. So that's yeah. a that's a hard one to beat. I don't know if, <laughs> if we'll ever have a reason better than that that proves our loyalty more than that. That's true. But I mean, it'll be great because we submitted our last video, I think, in October around that time. And, you know, the next time I guess we film one, we can actually show the baby. And we yeah. can say what you just said, like, look at this dedication. <laughs> look at this child. We will be raising, you know, the Bible says to raise a child up in the way it should go. <laughs> <laughs> we will be raising this child as an amazing race fan. And yes, I said we, me, I will be absolutely to support um, in all things amazing race and and more <laughs> yes if our child was going to have a god a godmother it would be you i'm sure thank you so much yeah. I, i'm honored <laughs> speaking of chick flicks this <laughs> would definitely be categorized as that except it is a tv series so a chick series <laughs> i don't know what you want to call it but it is something i have mentioned on here before and i just finished the most recent season, so I thought, you know, it's time to dive in deep to Sweet Magnolias. Yay! Woo! <laughs> what everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> I have mentioned it on here before as something that I was watching, so I've teased it here and there, mentioned a few things about it. We had our Steel Magnolias conversation um, that I haven't seen yet, so... It's a little embarrassing. I've seen this first, but that's okay. I will survive. <laughs> Anna, I don't believe you have watched it yet, have you? No, I have not. Love it. So everyone <laughs> here can be new. And if you out there have watched it, then I would love to hear your thoughts. So please share those with us on social media or in an email because I definitely want to know what you're thinking. I am going to keep this pretty spoiler free. The first season came out in July. No, I'm sorry. It came out in May of 2020. So season one's been out for a while. Like if you didn't watch it during quarantine, then you probably have watched it by now if you're at all interested. And hopefully I will interest those of you who may not know yet that you're interested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I definitely, I mean, I just watched season one this year, so I put it off for a while. And then season two came out in February of 2022, and I just finished it a few weeks ago. Yeah, I thought now's the time. So I'll keep it pretty spoiler free, but give you some some of the plot lines and things that you find out maybe early on that's not really a spoiler. So when I first mentioned it, I said I thought it was maybe based on books, and it is. It's based on a book series by Cheryl Woods. Um, apparently there are multiple novels, so I'm kind of interested in reading them. I don't know if yeah. I want to like wait to keep watching the series and find out stuff that way. Sometimes it gets 
dicey when you like throw in books in the middle of seasons because then it's like what they keep what they leave out true you know so we'll see but they are books and then it was developed into a show it's a netflix original and it was developed by cheryl anderson so a different cheryl so that's kind of funny to me (laughs) and it's it's a romantic drama if you will it's Got some comedic moments, but it's definitely, it's a drama, but it's like a small town drama. If you're from the South, you know what that means. (laughs) If you've watched things like Gilmore Girls, I mean, that's a totally different vibe, but it definitely has some of that feel to it. Um, Heart of Dixie, same, similar Similar things, um, kind of a mixture of those two shows. And then it has a lot of characters, kind of a variety of storylines, but it's centered around three friends, and I will mention them as we go on. But both seasons have just 10 hour-long episodes, so you're looking at less than a day's worth of content. So <laughs> Not bad. Um, Not too bad to knock out. And each episode feels like a lot happens. So it is set in Serenity, South Carolina. What a classic name for a southern (laughs) fictional town. And it kind of takes off with um, Maddie Townsend. She is played by Joanna Garcia Swisher, who was on Reba. She played Reba's daughter. That's pretty much how I know her because I used to watch Reba. And I like her. I think she's a good actress. So she plays Maddie. And in the first episode, you find out that she is recently separated from her husband, Bill. They have three children, two teenage boys in high school, and then a younger daughter who's like 10, 9 or 10. They're going through a divorce. They're high school sweethearts. So, you know, they're like 40 and have these three kids. But Bill is a cheater. Mm. And Bill Bill is a doctor in town and was having an affair with his nurse who is now pregnant with oh. his baby. Wow. And I know. And to top it all off... That nurse is played by the one and only Jamie Lynn Spears. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even know she was doing anything anymore other than talking about her sister. (laughs) Right. Well, technically, I guess she did this and then talked about Brittany. (laughs) So she's made herself somewhat relevant again. Um, (laughs) People our age obviously know Jamie Lynn from Zoe 101 back on Nickelodeon. And then she herself got pregnant and they had to cancel the show she really hasn't done much since then yeah aside from of course raising her child and living in louisiana so she's probably the only person on this show with a real accent i will give her that credit (laughs) (laughs) joanna i think has i don't know if she actually is southern or if i just think that because she was also on reba but either way she has a pretty good fake accent um comparatively speaking but yeah jamie lynn she's back she's pregnant with bill's baby so (laughs) (laughs) so she has three kids like i said so the first one is ty or tyler everybody calls him ty he's a junior at serenity high school and he is a star pitcher on the high school baseball team he definitely Looks 22, not (laughs) 17, 16, but, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. And overall, like, 
I actually like him because he's a star pitcher. He's popular, but he is a nice kid and he's definitely got some attitude problems. But how could you not when your dad is having a baby with Jamie Lynn? That's true. (laughs) Can't really blame him. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Jamie Lynn's character is named Noreen. Very Southern as well. Yeah. So I'll call her Noreen from now on since Jamie Lynn is innocent in this situation. (laughs) Their second son, his name is Kyle. He is a freshman on season one. And he is very different from Ty. He's into acting. He loves theater. He has a secret crush. I'll mention her in a minute. Oh, boy. That is kind of Maddie's family. So the next of the three friends is Dana Sue. We love a double name here (laughs) in the South. Um, She is a chef, and she is an owner of seemingly the only nice restaurant in town, because this is where everyone goes to eat, called Sullivan's. She is also recently separated from her husband, who also cheated. Oh, so. my. And his nurse is also pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully not, but he has his own issues, and he's not really present for a lot of season one. Kind of out of the picture for a little bit. So you don't know as much about him at first, but his name is Ronnie. So he eventually reappears. Yeah, I'm like, what are the odds that... This happened to both of y'all. That's, that's, not, that's yeah. not good. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Uh, she has a daughter named Annie, who is also a freshman, and this is Kyle's secret crush. So, obviously, they have grown up together because um, their moms are all best friends. Um, so, they have all, you know, Annie has been best friends with Maddie's kids. Totally forgot to mention the daughter, Maddie's daughter that's like 10, whose name is Katie. You really don't see her very much. I mean, she's 10. She doesn't contribute (laughs) a lot to the overall plot. Sorry, I forgot to mention her, but her name is Katie. She's cute. You know, doesn't understand why her dad isn't there and can't come to dinner and hang out with everybody and why her older brothers are really mad at him. So, yeah, Yeah. that's kind of sad. But anyway, yeah, Annie is Kyle's secret crush. Cute. Yeah, it's sweet. You know, you can tell that she has no idea, doesn't necessarily look at him the same way because guess what? She has a crush on Ty. Mm. Isn't that just, that's just it. That's just, (laughs) that's just how it goes. Like, you have a crush on him because he's the star athlete he's the older kid you know you've kind of been raised since diapers with kyle yeah you don't look at him that way right it's friend zoned yeah and you can tell that ty doesn't necessarily look at her the same way at least at first Mm -hmm. but maybe he realizes that (laughs) kyle has a crush so it's just complex it's a web yeah Tangled web. So then you have Helen. She is the last um, of the three friends who, if you haven't gathered by now, the three of them all make up their group, the Sweet Magnolias. Well, Helen is an attorney. Um, You can tell she's like the one everybody in town goes to for advice, probably free advice. You're (laughs) welcome. You know. Yeah. She is not married. You meet one of her on and off boyfriends they were high school sweethearts and like 
throughout life they'd get together for a while then they'd always break up for pretty much the same reason because he didn't want kids and she does and now she's 40 and doesn't have any kids so that's a big part of her plot line is still wanting to be a mom everybody loves helen helen is like the wise you know person everybody goes to for advice Mm -hmm. A mentor. The three of them, um, every week or every episode, they get together for margarita night. So this is where, yeah, it's cute. They sit down and they make margaritas and usually have a little chip and salsa guac action. You know, for probably about 10 minutes of each episode, they're kind of venting to each other or getting updates on the kids or like everyone's love lives and ex-husbands and (laughs) right you know all that so that's a fun little like scene that happens every time sometimes we're doing frozen sometimes we're doing on the rocks so (laughs) i love it in the first episode as well dana sue and helen surprise maddie with the fact that they have purchased this old mansion in town this historic mansion mm-hmm. and want to convert it into a spa and run their own business the three oh. of them and tell maddie look we're i'm a chef i'm a lawyer we're working full-time jobs so we need you to <laughs> kind of run this and they're like you need this like because she's been a um housewife you know her whole life so she's run the family and bill's brought in the money and now she's gonna need a job anyway Mm -hmm. and also like something to do because especially because her kids are older more independent yeah so she's not thrilled with being (laughs) thrown into that at first but yeah that's a main plot line of season one that they're building this business together of course there's small town drama that pops up in season one and season two as far as like the mayor's wife is definitely the villain of the show and um, kind of has a vendetta. Like she's had a vendetta against these ladies since high school. Mm. You know, yeah. kind of you never let go of the past situation. Her name is Mary Vaughn. So she kind of uses her power as the mayor's wife. And, you know, she's on like every board of everything in town. Right. Tries to thwart their efforts. So that's definitely the drama. And her son, the mayor and Mary Vaughn's son, Jackson, is on the baseball team with Ty. And he is just a little brat. I mean... (laughs) He's jealous, you know, he's a pitcher, but he doesn't get to pitch because Ty is really good. Yeah. Mary Vaughn doesn't like that Maddie's son is the star. <laughs> Welcome to the South and sports. Yeah. This is <laughs> the, real, the real deal. He is, he's present, definitely more present in season two, and he definitely has some good character development. I will say that. So that's kind of nice to see. Yeah. Definitely other people I need to mention, um, the main one would be Cal Maddox. So he is played by Justin Bruning, who my mom loved back in the day, early 2000s, because he was on the soap opera All My Children, which was her favorite. Okay. Yep. And he was in his like early 20s at that point and she loved him he's very good looking guy and he met his wife on all my children she was about the same age and their characters on the show fell in love and got married 
And they did the same thing in real life. So they have been married since then, which is a feat in this that is this world. Yeah, especially from a soap opera world. So um, they're really cute. Fun fact, if anyone has seen 27 Dresses, at the end when Katherine Heigl's character goes to the wedding that's on the boat... And the bride, like, helps her get the microphone to, like, flag down James Marsden. The bride is this girl married to Justin Bruning. She was on All My Children. So, little detail. (laughs) Yeah, just a little fun fact. But he has done some stuff over the years. But this is the first time I have watched him. He was on the revival of Knight Rider, which I think was short-lived, but he played Knight Rider, so if anyone saw that, okay. that was him. So anyway, it's fun to see him on there, but anyway, he plays Ty's baseball coach, so he's a former uh, MLB player for the Braves, of course, and <laughs> he has gotten an injury, so he can't play professional baseball anymore. Um, so he's basically recruited to this high school so that they can win state. Like, you know, they want their team to win South Carolina State uh, baseball championships. So they bring in Cal. And as you'd have it, because he is so good looking and charming and sweet, he and Maddie have some feelings um (laughs) i won't get into their relationship too much but they definitely um grow in their feelings throughout the season so he is definitely her love interest so that's a nice little addition yeah gotta have a love story especially amidst all the the drama she deserves it okay (laughs) when freaking bill cheated on you you get you a former professional baseball player that's right those are all the main characters so that's already a lot of people yeah that all do have their own storyline somewhat or Mm. it's all interwoven you mainly follow like the three friends and each of their stories and then all these other people kind of weave in there definitely need to mention eric whitley he is Kind of recurring in season one, becomes more of the main cast in season two, but he's the sous chef at Sullivan's, so he works closely with Dana Sue, but he has a little crush on Helen, so mm. everybody's got a secret crush. That's okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> then there is Isaac, who is a member of the kitchen staff at Sullivan's, so you see the kitchen of Sullivan's a little bit. That's kind mm-hmm. of one of the main areas. He recently moved to Serenity for a reason that you're unsure, like, kind of why he's there for a while, but you do find out in season one, so Hmm. that's all I'm going to say. Okay. And then you see a little bit of, like, Maddie's mom. She appears sometimes, like, every once in a while to give advice or whatever. (sighs) There's so many people. Like, there's an (laughs) assistant coach of the baseball team. There's, like, the pastor. There's just random community members. Um, Trotter is a guy who ends up working at the corner spa. And I'll say, we always say that he almost exists to, like, explain plot lines, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, why are you here? But then we're, like, using him to tie up loose ends. So (laughs) if you will, uh, if you watch it and you you see him, you'll know what I mean. It's kind of like, why do we keep showing him? And then that's why. (laughs) So you can understand everything that's happening. 
<laughs> exactly. Like, we'll just explain it to Trotter real quick. Or he will run in and, like, you know, clear things up or whatever. <laughs> Trotter is married to a guy, which I think I missed that. This is another thing. I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I, I was getting thrown off with Trotter even being there. And it's like, all of a sudden, he's Cal's best friend. And I'm like, I didn't know they knew each other. He also works at the spa. And then, oh... <laughs> Now he's married to the therapist in town who plays a role later. So it's just like, thank you for being convenient for everything. <laughs> so Ryan, Helen's on again, off again. Boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, appears in some episodes. So you learn their backstory, um, why it may or may not work out between them. So season one, you're really like getting into all of the characters of storylines. There's Cece, the mean girl in school who she and Ty have a little romance. So of course, Annie's mad and, you know, <laughs> she's mean to Annie anyway. So it's like, you know, there's some high school right. drama in there. It's like nothing changes. So if you're in high school <laughs> or adult, the drama it's is true. the same. So yeah, it kind of follows... All of those stories, you're really, like, progressing through that, like, watching Maddie kind of heal. You know, there's good progression of the story throughout season one. Definitely ends off on a cliffhanger, so. Good to know. A good thing there's <laughs> season two, and I didn't have to wait two years to watch it. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, because uh, it's, like, it's a real cliffhanger. So, um, yeah, mm. just that's all I'm going to say, but. So then season two, it also ends with a cliffhanger, but I don't know. It's not, it's not as bad as the season one cliffhanger. Okay. Well, that's good. That makes you feel any better. But yeah, season two is obviously like a continuation. All the same people are back. There's been some changes in some of the relationships. Uh, Of course, like the kids, it's been two years. So it's like, wow, they look older, even though it's like the next day like the (laughs) end of season one and the beginning of season two is the same day so it's like okay why aged a little bit yeah which you can't really help but a couple of them like had glow-ups for sure i'm like okay (laughs) well whatever that happened to you overnight (laughs) i'll say that i i think i enjoyed season two better there's a lot more drama about like the spa and Mary Vaughn and just like the town drama. There's some like sad moments. I feel like there's just some more emotion, like real feeling emotion in season two. Good character development. The relationships change. So yeah, overall, I, I just enjoyed season two better. I think it's a really easy watch. Overall, it's something pretty relaxing. Like, yeah, it's small town drama, but it's not like you're watching like Criminal Minds. You know, it's <laughs> not graphic, like gory or whatever. It's mostly things that could be real. Now, it, you know, it's one of those you're like... Okay, would all of this happen to these five people in this small town? Right. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it could happen, but it is kind of like, okay, this is like a lot, you know. (laughs) So sometimes you're kind of like, okay, this is a bit much, but, you know, it it is what it is. It's that kind of show. Yeah. As a Mississippian Southerner, definitely have to complain about a few things like (laughs) first I'll I'll praise we'll start with a positive 
I do think that it is a pretty good representation of the South and Southerners. It's a diverse group of people and characters. Now, all of the small town drama and like the affairs and (laughs) the people coming after your property, (laughs) all that is still going on. (laughs) But, you know... What else would there be without without that? That's so, true. Um, listening to fake Southern accents will never not be annoying. <laughs> I just, uh, it's just, yeah. And now, I've, I, I think I said this when I first mentioned the show, is because it's set in South Carolina, the accent would be different than ours, you know, whatever. But it's still fake, <laughs> and I can tell. <laughs> and so you just have to, you have to let it go. Honestly, yeah. like... The only fake Southern accent that sounded real to me was Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side. Like, I believed, I believed her. I have to let that go. You know, they say bless your heart way too much. I just think <laughs> that is, that's not something I hear every month. And it's like, yeah. it's really reserved for certain situations. I don't think I've ever said it, like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just one of those things it's like okay like if we're gonna set a show in the south you know make sure we say bless your heart every every you have to meet your quota yeah (laughs) yeah yeah oh we've only said it seven times (laughs) there's a lot of like i don't know what the word is metaphor analogy those idiom like you know like the phrases that we definitely have some of those like road hard and put up wet like you say somebody's looking really rough Um, yeah you know that kind of thing but it's like all these that number one i've never heard number two it's like okay every scenario i am not using an idiom to describe (laughs) this scenario right (laughs) you know what i mean um it's like saying it's raining cats and dogs but you're saying that like every time you're telling a story yeah i don't know if i'm describing that well but it's like yeah i think i'm following you know we don't we don't speak in riddles (laughs) yeah those are really my complaints i mean i'm not gonna say this is a must watch this is not in my top list of shows but i think season two really did make me like it better i think it's a good watch if it sounds appealing if you're into kind of like a drama that's not that emotionally taxing yeah but they definitely throw surprises at you so that's kind of fun um and i think that you do get invested in the characters storylines and that kind of thing so i would say give it a shot if it sounds interesting to you but if not then you can come to me and i can tell you some of the juicy things that happen (laughs) there you go that's sweet magnolias for you that sounds super fun i've never heard of anybody who watched it like I feel like I haven't seen anything on social media about it or anything so I I was completely clueless to be oh, honest. okay great okay, <laughs> good. even better yeah that sounds really fun because I was yeah into Gilmore Girls back in the day and that sounds mm-hmm. like a just a fun show you can put on to yeah. unwind from the day and for sure Forget about your own drama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. It is a great show to like forget all of the problems or drama that might be going on in your own life. Like you can just watch other people's drama. Yeah, exactly. What everybody wants. Exactly. I assume the book is, you know, similar. Yeah. Kind of like that. So 
maybe I'll read that at some point. Hopefully we will get, you know, season three. I'm pretty sure we will. I would be really surprised um, if we didn't, but hopefully Netflix renews it. So I guess that'll come out in like two years. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll get it quicker. Yeah, maybe we'll get it quicker because they did have COVID in between that. So maybe we'll actually get it faster. Yeah, hopefully their production will be a little bit faster this time. That is all I have about pop culture, Sweet Magnolias, all the good stuff. I hope everyone enjoyed this little rundown of the show. And like I said, if you have watched it, um, I would love to know your thoughts. We are on Instagram, Twitter. I'm thinking of all the platforms we're not on. Like, we're not on LinkedIn. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) We are on Discord, and you can email us. But uh, we would also love if you'd subscribe. Um, We talk about such a variety of things. Also, leave us a rating and a review. Thank you so much for listening and participating in our exciting episode today. And until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. I've got to make a destination, find where I belong. This time I've got no hesitation and I'll be moving on.